Welcome to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, this Thursday morning. Now, let's turn to our last topic and guest of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking to renowned Hong Kong artist, another mountain man, a.k.a. Stanley Wong. And he's here to talk a little bit more about his latest photo essay exhibition to celebrate the 50th anniversary of an iconic building, Jardine House. Welcome on the program, Mr. Wong. Thank Thank you so much for being here. It's great to see you. We are live this morning on Facebook. I'd love for our listeners to join us there as well. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. So first of all, let's go back. Before we talk about the photo ex- exhibition, let's talk about, about you um, as, as a professional. You're known for so many uh, iconic uh, artworks, including the Hong Bat Lam and, and so many other campaigns. You worked in advertising and also graphic designs. How did you sort of transition into becoming mm. an artist? It's a long story. Um, actually, yeah, you just mentioned I was from advertising. Uh, I was 33 years old and then working at one of the top agencies, handling big accounts. But suddenly, through a dream, I realized my, my creativity, my, my message is about clients, corporates, their message, their values, their purpose to, to tell people, but not mine. Then, I realized somehow I should do something else, not necessarily to cut off, but somehow making another route for myself. Then I decided to do something I treasure, I value as my own voice. Then I named myself another mountain man at that period. But I don't know what to do, basically. I'm still an ad man. Um, then somehow by accident, Year 2001, seven years later, there's an art occasion. There's a standing, do your personal work here. We got space. So that I start by using my name and actively in art scenes. What was that feeling like to be able to share your own values and your own message and not necessarily have it tied to, yeah, like you said, somebody else's brand? It was your own brand. What was right. that feeling like? I do, because I, I make it very clear, the purpose I do my personal work is about very focused message uh, or voice at that time. It's about uh, social in harmony, people in harmony. So then, as I said, I promise I, I start to, to make it happen year 2001 that about the Hong Lam Red Light Booth is about our Hong Kong positive spirit. That, yeah. So very focused. I know what I'm doing. I know what's the meaning and reason to do it, I would say. Then I carry on. Yeah, yeah so you're always an artist in your heart. What about photography? How, how did that come about? Oh, I started photography when I was in secondary school. Oh, really? Uh, oh. Uh, and then one summer holiday, then the school, school noticed that, oh, we have a competition. Uh, then after this uh, summer holiday, you bring photos back in the competition. So I'm from Form 3 to Form 4. Then I borrow my f- schoolmate's camera. I don't have a camera at, at home. Then So I, I won the third prize as a bonus prize. Then, then it's my first time to do photography. And then... After that, I started working uh, when I was 20, uh, 1980. I still remember when I first time get my salary from, as a junior graphic designer, I didn't bring my money back to mom, my mom. I bought all the camera. I uh, using uh, $1,500 to buy my first camera. 
So that's how I start. Your, for forty something years now. Your first paycheck went to the camera. Your yes, <laughs> but yes. I hope it's worth it because you used it a lot to create your art. Yeah, I think since then I carry my big camera every day. It's my daily camera. Not talking about conceptual photography. I bring a huge eight by ten camera. Eight by ten means the negative is eight, eight inches by ten inches. And you carry that around in, um, in the co- summer, and it's, it's uh, a- for purpose. I carry it to Dunhuang in this desert. I mean, in in conceptual purpose, not yeah. not day to day. Day to day is my mid format camera. Then I observe, I see things that 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 I gain a lot. Yeah. Not because the output or doing exhibition, because I, the way I see things. That's an interesting way to put it—the way you see things, because it's different looking at something through the camera lens, and you need certain qualities to be able to bring that art to life. I don't know. I think patience is is one. You know, you, sometimes you may not be able to capture something, or if you miss the moment. I mean, yeah. What sorts of qualities has photography taught you? Oh, put it this way: when people say, "Oh, I, I shot a very good composition, magic moment, good." Sunset, whatever, whatever, it's a good photo. They always kind of envy out. But people say, oh, okay, uh, you got to manage to know how the gear, the camera works. Okay, some buttons, some lenses. Then people say, oh, you got to see things from the camera, the lens. Then people say, no, 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 it's from your eyes, right? But I will add yeah. on top, no. no. Before your eyes see, your heart sees. So I think that I can train myself or practice myself that how my heart open up to see things every moment every day so you you can imagine consecutively uh, accumulate 40 years some that that is something that is really something i, I learned from myself which is why it's so fitting because for Jardine House, you were uncovering the stories of Jardine House and also the Hong Kong community through your photography. Tell us a little bit more about this exhibition. What is it about? Okay. Uh, like my age, uh, we grew up with uh, Jardine House in, in the old days called Connaught, Connaught Center, right? And because I was the, the year they built and be public when I was 13. So it's a magical moment of Hong Kong and we take we took off as an international city the Jardine House is the tallest building in Asia at, at one point so I think it's something surprise and unexpected new things happen so I think that Jardine House become part of everyone's life at that at that time so and when it comes to 50 years it's very short and very long then then one to conclude or looking back the archive, what happened before, as I put it together as an exhibition. Then we discussed with the team in, in, in Hong Kong Land and Jardine House that might as well we look at now then. Then, okay, then we we, we do a, another side project that we're looking Jardine House from now, the people around, the surrounding, the space, then how how it's how it means for people now here. Yeah, and what did you uncover? Because I suppose the people who work at Jardine House, it doesn't matter whether they were 50 years ago or now, they're all there to to earn a living. And so their stories would be similar, but different. 
Um, of course, yeah. I, I, I went in and out countlessly and in, in the building, seeing the different shadows and, 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 and atmospheres uh, about the physical building and, and the sky and nature, shadows on the buildings, sort of like that. And also we talk to a lot of people now, uh, for example, the staff. They're working very long here and then they also encounter tenants being in from early 70s, still now here. Then see the the, they grew together and see their tenants' family growing from decades to decades, generation to generation. So this is a very interesting one. And also we encounter not only from the Jardin perspective, also from the creative contribution, like the architect, the original architect, uh, James, James Kinosawa, Sata, and then he is now still living in Hong Kong, a Japanese architect, famous architect, and then 90 now. So he talked to us about the ambition, the passion in the old days, how it comes up, it consider a very strange, uh, different buildings, uh, Aesthetically and round shadow kind of uh, window, and and then also graphic designer Henry Steiner, another guru master graphic designer. He did all the graphic design logo with the dots and circles, uh, echoes the windows, and then uh, he's also still living in Hong Kong. That's and right. He designed the old Radio Three logo. All right, not this new right, one, but right, the old right, one. Right. Yeah. So then. To, to talk to them basically is not about looking back, basically that we got to revisit and also rethink how we rock through the time that we have so much energy, so much uh, out of the boundary attitude at that time. Yeah. So, so should we carry on or should we maintain that, keep forward? Yeah. yeah. After all these years, you still have to maintain that fresh eyes, the creativity. How do you stay creative? What inspires you to continue to create art, Stanley? As I mentioned earlier, that uh, only one purpose I want to do personal work is in social goods and social values. Uh, the city is being, or the world being changed uh, every now and then, for good or for bad. Just like the 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 the, the backwards, the, I, I make a conclusion, uh, like in the Jardin House exhibition. Uh, the last panel is my conclusion, and then I I put up uh, my red rifle curtains in the mimicking the curtains in in its in the circle windows. Uh, put it three three letters H K and forward sign, then. How we forward, I think basically is how we see, how we participate, how we look at it, basically. The last photo is I, sh- I, sh- I shot all the marble patterns on the floor in the lobby of the Jardin House. And then I see mountains, beautiful triangular shaped mountains. I say because if of the I, patterns and the marble tiles. Yeah, I, wow. I, I said if you see mountains, they are mountains. Mm. So that's how we have the optimistic or the right attitude for one or for the others that go forward. That, so that's, that's, that's to answer you back that your question is, 
uh, I do things in different decades, different times for different reasons. For example, I I start doing things the post COVID attitude, how we how we the whole world is talking about have different kind of lifestyle, different kind of way of life, and so I also do new works to echo with these things. Yeah, well, let's talk. We've only got a few minutes left. Let's talk a little bit about young artists. You, I'm sure, you also want to create more sort of young blood in in this industry. What advice um, do you have for young people getting into art? What do you have to share Put it with this them? way? I'm I start doing my personal work when I was forty. 20 years in the, something in the, in, the, in the map, I consider very young. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Not my still- age, <laughs> my, 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 my art uh, career, yes. that is still not as... And your age is still yeah. very young, Mr. Well, yes. But uh, I know what okay, you mean. Yeah. I think the reason to do art, even though I, I never consider I'm an artist, put it this way, I consider I'm doing personal work. The media people knows I, I, I correct that yeah. I'm your not personal work. I'm my personal work and then you got to find your own reason to doing it of course people have th- different reasons for for name and money there's another one reason as a career yes but uh, a real artist to me is you really express truly for your heart you find your message you uh, you got to urge yourself to make voice out Wow, that's very that's very philosophical. You've got to really find the purpose and the meaning right. in order to create the art. Otherwise, the yeah. art is meaningless. Um, something else. <laughs> yeah, something, <laughs> something, something else. else. Yes, okay. yes, exactly. Right. You have to really believe in in that. What if people lose hope in their art, or you know, they'll lose the directions because it's easy, as you mentioned, sometimes. It's a, Hong Kong is an expensive place to live, for example, yeah. and you have to balance between making something meaningful to yourself and living. So for some young artists, maybe it's not so easy for them to create just art with a meaning. How should they strike that balance? Like me, Stanley Wong still still alive, yeah. still making money, along Stanley Wong doing commercial or commission works. Yeah. Find, I mean, stabilize your living is yeah. reality true. Are you teaching? You do something else? A lot of artists actually in the world is not, it's not full just... time. They they find their own time to do their personal work, make it happen. Yeah. If it you you got luck, you can be full time concentrate on one thing that you have super luck, but not necessarily that's the only way. Yeah, absolutely right. I love how authentic this interview is because it's true. Sometimes when we speak to guests, they're saying, follow your dreams, chase your dreams. But yeah, you're saying, yeah. actually, no, you've got to maybe yeah. have a something, a side job. Yeah, I still have one third of my time making my own living, then one third of my time making my own voice. And also one third is doing education. That's, That's I, right. I mean, everyone has a choice. <laughs> Exactly. Well, Mr. Wong, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I really, really enjoyed talking to you. Now, people can go to uh, the story of the 50-year icon, Circle Through Times, all the way through to the 4th of January, and that's at Jardine House on the first floor, Connaught Place. And, of course, you can check out the photo essay by another mountain man, Stanley Wong, which is the Jardine House 50th anniversary and forward, which is running all the way through to the 4th of January at Jardine House. Meanwhile, thank you so much for your time today. Mr. Wong. Thank Thank you. you.